I love movies. Gosh, I love movies. Here we go. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Grindhouse Podcast with Dave and Matt. And Matt, uh, we decided sort of springboarding off of yesterday or last week's podcast to do something a little special today. Oh, yeah. We're doing something pretty different today. So we talked about last week the virtues of virtual reality and the Oculus uh, Go and the... Which one do you have? You have the Rift, right? Quest. Oculus Quest. Oh, you have the Quest. You got the fancy one that gives you hands. So I ordered the Oculus Go, which does not have a hands. I just sort of have a, a space-looking controller thing. Well, let, well hold on. Before we get in that, let's actually tell them where we are. So, like, we're not – normally when we do this show, we get, like, a little video conferencing going and we record together. But we're um, – right now we're in a uh, sort of like a, a virtual forest with, a, like, a 30-foot-tall right? movie yeah. screen in front of us and a campfire going. And we're, like, our two little avatars. and uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of have like a. Uh, we'll, we'll post the photos, but you you got a, like a nicely coiffed hairdo and some glasses and a little turned up mustache, nice button down snap button shirt. Yeah, you look a little more like yourself. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture of of you right now. So uh, all right, so like get a good good pose going here. I'm about to take a snapshot for the viewing audience. All right, we have a photo of you, so they can all see your weird nub hand. Apparently, that's a yes. thing. Yeah, I my headset's a little better, so I have a full set of uh, hands, real with hands, ten, ten digits, hands. and uh, Dave's got this like. Um, like he's got, well, he, it kind of makes me think of some kind of weird pirate that didn't get a good enough hook. Cause he's got an eye patch, which uh, is appropriate. Yeah. But he's got this little like nub thing that he's waving at me as he talks. Little joystick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's but, like a, um, it's like, it's like a modern day monolith from 2001 space odyssey. If you want as a hand, if you need it to be sure, man, sure. Sure. Makes me feel Uh. better. So yeah, so we're, we're in at the time of this recording, it is Saturday early afternoon. Uh, It's bright and sunny outside, but as far as we're concerned, it's a starry virtual night with a campfire. We're sitting on some logs. We got a giant outdoor movie projector playing and we have a classic that we're going to watch in real time. As we do this podcast. Yeah, we're, we're at the movies right now. We don't usually do that. We don't usually have something playing while we podcast, but we're like, let's, you know, let's go to the movies in our virtual cyberspace thing or whatever you call this. And, uh, and let's, uh, let's do a show from the movies. Exactly. So what are we watching today, Matt? We have Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1984's classic. Nice. When was 88? When was this movie made? This is it, a... It, definitely in the 80s. Classic Kyoto Brothers film. Uh, you may know, I mean, if, you, if you're not familiar with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, shame on you. Uh, but they also did the, the puppets for like Team America. If you wanted more of a, a contemporary reference, uh, they've, done, they've done a ton of stuff. I actually had the opportunity to work with them in 2011 on a Disney stop motion show called The Bite Size Adventures of Sam Sandwich. And so they made all the. I've uh, never heard of that. Sam Sandwich is that a thing like a Disney thing? That's a. Yeah, so so Disney a few years back they did this. They did these um, stop motion three minute shorts, right? Okay. And the idea was that they would air kind of before their uh, twenty two minute programming to sort of fill in that thirty minute block. You know, they would sprinkle it throughout their uh, Disney. I don't remember if it was Disney Disney Junior or Disney kids i don't remember one of their disney channels but um so we made these we made 10 of these stop motion short episodes uh about a a a, a hero sandwich pun intended and his uh, yeah and his sidekick sadded lad and they had a human friend who was kind of like a their charlie you know to to their angels the charlie to their angels and um he would report whenever there was some sort of unhealthy nefarious villain running amok trying to convince kids to eat like sugar or fried foods or um, salty items and it turned out super fun you can actually find the episodes on YouTube 
Uh, but the reason that we never got picked up for more episodes is because the, the Disney theme park took umbrage with us trying to get kids to not eat sugary, fatty, salty foods. Ah, the dark side of Disney wasn't the having dark. this health food thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. need those kids on sugar and addictive. Right. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> and, and not that I would say that a, a nitrate filled ham sandwich is inherently healthy either but by, salad by disney theme park standards though that is uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. pretty sure. good i mean yeah and, and if it was at the disney park it probably cost like 12 bucks for that sandwich oh 100 uh, percent. yeah it would <laughs> like be a uh, hot dog it would have <laughs> it would be a regular hot dog or a regular sandwich but it would have like like the bread would be toasted and like Goofy's face would be like on the bread, you know, like in the toasting part. <laughs> okay, I, I would like to see the uh, uh, a live action uh, Sam sandwich of just sort of oh. like a, a borderline psychotic man talking to his food and imagining all the adventures it goes on. I uh, feel like uh, Ryan Wilson would have to play Sam sandwich. Ryan Wilson, who is Ryan? Why don't I know that name? Rain Wilson? Is it Rain? Oh, or oh Ryan? Rain Rain Wilson. Oh yeah, from The Office. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could do it definitely, especially he's got that sad beard these days. Have you right. seen any of the films yeah. like a he- like? Did you watch Hesher? No, uh, it was that was a really good movie with um, what's his name? Uh, anyway, uh, but it, yeah, it's like eh, it's like a coming of age film where a young boy meets this uh, insane heavy metal Hesher squatter guy that like teaches him all about vandalism and violence and uh, teaches him confidence okay. <laughs> and uh, moves in, just sort of forces himself to move into this house. And Rain Wilson played the depressed father there. It's like the whole family's recovering from the death of, of the mother. And okay. when the son meets this like psychotic, violent uh, pothead Hesher guy, um, it, uh, it, it teaches them all valuable lessons. It's, it's a family film, really. It's, it's great. <laughs> so wait, so, so Ray and Wilson uh, does not play the Hesher, is what you're no, saying? No, no, he's the uh, depressed old guy. Uh, damn it, I can't remember the guy's name. It's, he's in a lot of things. He was in, like, um, what was that? Good God, I didn't get no, I, we didn't get much sleep last night because we were playing with our VR headsets trying to figure out how to do this. And uh, yeah, I can't we did last the night. movie with the dreams, Conception, Inception. He was in Inception. Uh, he's the, uh, the guy Joseph from Gordon, third, Levitt Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt plays Hesher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. And he was, he was convincing. It was like, they gave him some long hair. He never wears a shirt. He's just covered in tattoos and he's just like, throwing Molotov cocktails into like a abandoned properties and like beating up kids and he's got this <laughs> van and yeah, he lives out of his van basically. And he's he's a squats when he can't live in the van. And he, uh, but yeah, really he, it's like, you know, like a film where you get a, a dog for a kid and, uh, he, you know, the kid gets a new dog and learns confidence and it was like that. But instead of like get a new dog or like meet some he gets, he gets a athlete. Hesher. Yeah. He gets Hesher. Who's just like totally psychotic and doesn't give a shit and kind of teaches them how to deal with this death of a family member. Dude, listen, how cool is it that there's like this contingent of young actors who, uh, were, ch- were child actors, right? Made their money as kids, you know, Joseph Levitt Gordon uh, in Third Rock from the Sun. Gordon Levitt. And what? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Gordon Levitt? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's okay. I couldn't that remember dude. either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Angels in the Outfield. Um, he was in that? Have, that was like, him? Yeah, he was the, mm-hmm. he was the little kid in uh, Angels in the Outfield. Oh, wow. Who sees the angels. Speaking of seeing angels, what do you think this, this man's experiencing right now? We're at that part where um, the killer clowns have just landed and the old farmer's like, get this circus tent off my land, and and he's he's all pissed off, and uh, he's he's got he, he's got something on his hands apparently. No, he 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 tried to grab one of the support wires for the circus tent, and it shocked him. Oh, it shocked and, him! I and see. Now here we are, the first contact Dude, with how, the killer clowns. Yeah, look look how cool these this this these effects are, you know, like 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 the mask the mask work. I mean, the Killer Brothers just. Well, was, killed it in this movie that was amazing but when the clown just shot the old man with the ray gun and the street the screen just sort of washed red uh while the old man okay. shook that wasn't very look, convincing look post punkers we talked about Here how, we are, yeah how like post punkers get like a bad a bad rap in movies especially in the 80s now are these guys gonna 
be the yeah because that cop's the good guy i remember that he's the protagonist he's the one that saves everybody yeah handsome blonde cop this is a little bit of a a twist though because these guys obviously have some makeup on you know so they're not your standard punk rockers these are like post-punkers these are like some bajas fans they just left a cure concert one of them kind of has like wolverine here wolverine hair he kind of does yeah and and just like a whole a whole like ten feet of chain wrapped around his forearm. He just like that's. The I hope that, that he... I hope that comes in handy later. I don't think it does. And I, th- and I love New York shirt because of course. Yeah, because you know small town punk rockers they dream of the big city. That's what they do. The, the, the big apple, as it were. <laughs> the big apple, the big city lights. <laughs> now, um, if you guys if you guys miss Killer Clowns from Outer Space, it's actually on Netflix right now as well. You know what? I'm watching it on... Now, I don't know if this is because I have a premium account, but I'm watching it on YouTube for free right now, too. So if you don't have Oh, Netflix, that's right. Yeah. That's what that's what this stream that we're getting it off of is YouTube. And they've been talking forever, the Kyoto's have, about doing a sequel to it. And I just don't understand how this has not happened yet. I know, I know when I've talked to them in the past, it's always been like, you know, they get close with someone with funding and then the funding falls through, like typical indie story, you know. But you would think that... With all the horror franchises that Hollywood just bastardizes and and makes remakes of, that this one wouldn't have somehow been caught up in all that. I mean, especially remember when you were talking about a few episodes back about that um that 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 clown uh, gag that was going around the clowns and the what was it? Oh Shaky yeah, the clown. Uh oh, uh, that 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 documentary I watched about that clown was it? That no, wasn't Shaky. It was um Wrinkles the Clown. Wrinkles the Clown, right? Yeah. Like, like, like coming off the heels of that, like, wouldn't you think like, uh, okay, so I know, or even, or even for, uh, for that matter, it, right? Right. You know, Hollywood's not above trying to capitalize on a, on a trend. Like once the first it movie came out, why was this not fast tracked into production? Well, here's the thing. I, I, there are rumors going around, um, they've been going around for a little while that there would be a killer clowns from outer space TV show. I've heard of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. I could, I could, I could email Ed, but every time we've ever, we've ever like chatted in the past, it's always been like it's something that they've wanted to do for obviously decades now, but for one reason or another, it just doesn't happen. I think that if you gave them back the rights and you and, and a financier could come in, they could they could perform some magic. Yeah, I I think so. I. Yeah, it sucks. I'm I'm looking at uh, Google uh, and just seeing if there's any new uh, news on that. And there's not really anything developing from like two since 2018. That was the latest I could find. There might be something new, but um, right. I don't know. It's yeah. It'd be I mean, people loved these characters. It's like become one of the most popular Halloween masks. I, I man, I used to want one oh, so totally. bad when I was a kid. Uh, I mean, everybody loves the Killer Clowns. It was just like the coolest movie, and it was like such a such a novel idea for a horror film and. Yeah, there hadn't really been anything like this kind of evil clowns. Uh, uh, maybe uh, Poltergeist. I think that predates this. Remember, she had that weird like clown thing yeah. under the bed. But but, uh, like, but like these these clowns looked um, uh, ghastly. You yeah. know, they looked they looked disturbed. Like they weren't just you know like like a lot of a lot of these uh, horror films that that take a something that should be innocent and turn it evil, like a like Chucky and Dawes, right, or Annabelle. The, the dolls might have like a, an undercurrent of creepiness, but generally the whole gimmick is that it's this innocent looking thing that turns out to be evil, right? Right. With killer clowns, like they look evil. Like there is no mistaking that these are some bad hombres. Some bad hombres? What are you quoting the, the killer clown from the White House now? <laughs> oh, did he say that? Yeah, that yeah, that's where that's from. That. If you hear someone say bad no. hombres, that was that was him. He was talking no, about man, why he, I just I'm just from Texas. Yeah, we gotta close the border because bad hombres are coming over the border. It was oh, uh, you know, that. a little, little, little racist guy. dog whistle, you know, that they that they do there, those dog whistles. Well, they gotta they gotta appeal to their um their their fan base that just likes John Wayne movies just a little bit too much. Oh, is John Wayne like a kind of a, a thing? Like, is that a I what is that? What is that about? Well, like just like the idea of like bad hombres is like I got that from like westerns, right? Oh, okay. So like I feel like a lot of the hardcore Trump base is is that type of person that took took westerns like a little too seriously. You know, this idea like they they they, they all fancy themselves as like the lone gunman or like 
Maybe 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 John Wayne's a bit too old of a reference by Clint Eastwood, you know? Eastwood, yeah. Yeah, Eastwood, he definitely has been, like, making those kind of films, man, of, like, the fantasy of, like, the, the grizzled old white guy that's standing up to the punks, you know, and just because yeah. he's got a gun. I mean, it's always just that. It's like, I have a gun. It's like Death Wish. Kind of like Death Wish, yeah. We talked about that before. Uh, I yeah. didn't see that recent one where Clint Eastwood... Uh, I think I think John Mulaney, the comedian, the way he put it was, like, Clint Eastwood actually made a film about how like old white guys could even be like better drug cartels than like, than, like drug. Oh, God. Was that is that that uh, the, the mule? mule? Yeah. <laughs> he gets like a, some old white guy gets a job like driving drugs across the border. And it's just like, is there anything we can't do? You know, it's like that kind of the idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little lost. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I don't know how Clint Eastwood is as a person. I've met his son. His son's pretty cool. But like, man, is he not just like the poster child for boomer insecurity? I mean, it. Yeah, it kind of is. I don't think he's very aware of it, but yeah, he's he's kind of had. Some but I don't issues. think most people are. Yeah. Now I have to take umbrage with something. Um, your and, and people will see this when they see our screenshots. So your handle is Laser Hands McCoy. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, it's my my PlayStation. That's my name on PlayStation yeah. too. I was something I. Uh, I've been hoping you wouldn't find out about actually, but then you got a PlayStation and now here we are and you can like see this yeah. above my head. It's yeah. Because it, it, it's not, your hands are not laser. Yeah. Your I hands know. are crazy. It just further encourages your trying to pin this nickname on me that you've been trying for 15 years now. Uh, uh, at least, at least that long, yeah, at least that long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually it might be closer to 20 because I think I must have met you when I was like 17, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe earlier long. than that, somewhere in that range. Definitely definitely between the ages of like 17 and 19. So we may have rounded the 20-year mark, the 20-year the anniversary of the, the crazy hand moniker. Well, can we, can we have a compromise and go with laser hands instead since that's my video game screen name? Or are you going to... I think that we... Uh, I think we'd have to put that to the council. <laughs> the council... Yeah. Oh shit! This used to freak me out. Back to the movie. There's they found the cotton candy cocoons that like dissolve oh, right, people. Yeah. That was so freaky, man. Because like they, they they peel off the cocoon and it's like you get some person that's like their face is half dissolved and it's just like I I don't know. It just uh it 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 really gives you a sense of how these clowns uh process the like what they're actually doing. They're they're not just killer clowns. They're uh, well, not cannibals either, but they eat humans, you know. Right, and, sure. You know, it, here's one thing I always wonder about while watching this movie. So, you know, they're using things like that. right now he's manipulating some sort of popcorn machine. Right. Obviously, they're they're um, there's a face right there. Yeah. Their 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 cocoons are made of cotton candy or or fairy floss, as Ophelia would say. So, you know, these are things that have existed on on in the human world. For, for a long time at the time of the taking of this movie. So do you think like at one point in our history, the killer clowns came to earth and were regarded as gods? And like we took the practices of these guys and like, but over the years, like the meaning got diluted. It's like kind of Christmas, you know? Yeah. Where it's like you forget, you forget about the meaning. So now it's just like you know, people go to carnivals and stuff and they don't, they don't realize that this is actually like an ancient alien tradition uh, that was perpetuated by these killer clowns. Exactly. It's like uh, this is like like ancient aliens. Great point. Yeah. It's yeah. like all these things that we have. Uh, there's people who believe that they come from aliens. And so this movie would make the inference that all of the uh, traditions that we have of the circus, of uh, clown entertainment uh, must have been brought to us. But now the only thing is uh, in the ancient aliens uh, TV series, it's always that the aliens came to help us, you know, and, and teach us new sure, things. Yeah, and, right. and now clowns just seem to want to eat us. So is this maybe um, at one point in the past, the killer clowns came and they taught us their ways. And now um, they, they've returned. Uh, maybe they've been, I don't know, maybe things that ha- aren't going so well on their planet or something. So they're like, well, remember when we went and taught clowning to those humans and that was all fun. Let's go back and just eat them now. Cause we're like out of food on our own. Like some of these clowns look a little skinny. You know, they're, they're, well, sure. their suits are really well, baggy. Couple, like, they don't fit, yeah. fit into their suits. So, like, maybe these are ma- well, malnourished clowns from outer space. They could be. I mean, there's a couple ways to look at it, right? Because you're, you're getting into some, like, Prometheus territory now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I know? can't believe this movie but didn't it, go it, that direction. I think there's, there's three 
possible options. Number one, I think that we have always been essentially a farming unit for the clowns, right? They came and they've, they've, they, they shared their clowning ways to fatten us up, much like a factory farm, you know? Yes. And now it's time for harvest. That's very likely. Uh, number two, they came with, uh, with uh, uh, uplifting and positive intentions. However, upon their return, they were disappointed by the end results. You know, we, we took their clowning, ancient clowning ways, and we bastardized them. And look what we've led to. We've led to war and famine and petulance. And so now the clowns, realizing that we weren't worthy of their clowny ways, have decided that our only use at this point is to become food for them. Ah, yes, yes. Okay? They tried to make us into the th- gods like them, and instead we just acted like cattle. That's yeah. right. And, and then the third option is that... Um, they they have always been benevolent, and we learned their ways, and that's why there's so much uh, hatred and war and famine in the world is because we learned from the ancient malicious gods that are the killer clowns. Hmm. Lots of yeah, there's lots of layers here. The killer clowns they, they should have explored more of that side of it. I think and that's maybe something if they do have a TV series, that's the kind of stuff they could get into. Is like, right? What, what is the connection between clown? culture and clown entertainment on earth and this other planet where the clowns exist or whatever when do you when do you think the phobia of clowns started that's got to be like a pogo thing right pogo like, did that did, did, what, what uh, uh john wayne gacy you know how john wayne oh, gacy the right. serial killer yeah. was uh he was a children's clown and, and he had that he had that sort of alter ego pogo the clown yes do you think that the fear of clowns started before that or do you think it's all sort of rooted in this idea that, you know, they, these guys wear a mask, essentially, with the face paint. Um, they're faceless killers, and you never know their true intentions because they've got that painted on innocent smile. I don't know. I, th- I think um, something I noticed when I was younger is that it seemed like the majority of clowns I met, they weren't young people. No. And I think that's maybe there's something about that. Like you see this painted face, painted on smile, this happy looking person, you get you get closer and there's a bit of like a tobacco smell and wrinkles maybe an alcohol under the smell. Huh? Maybe an alcohol smell. Yeah, maybe even that. And like wrinkles under the under the makeup, you know, and uh kind of kind of cracks in the in the seams. Yeah, I mean, I remember like uh, you know, you you notice uh, a clown takes his wig off and he's and he's bald and the bald part of his head isn't painted with makeup and you're just like, oh, oh you know. Yeah, right. I think it's that. It's like often these clowns yellow teeth. They're they're middle-aged men which are just kind of scary to children, you know, cuz they're they're just, they get close to the kids, you know, and it's so it's like a str- Yeah, right. It's like there's there's part of you that knows it's like this cartoony fun thing that you're like, "Yay, it's a clown." But there's this other part that's like it's also a stranger that's getting all close to me right now and like telling me to sit on his lap and like, you know, ruffling my hair and making, you know, and pinching my cheeks and giving me like balloon animals and weird, you know, weird foreign objects that he's made that I can't find anywhere but him. You know, it's like they, and right, they know all right. these like magic tricks and like clever ways to outsmart, you know, and fool the kids. And uh, it's like a, it's a weird experience, I think, for every child, yeah. you know. Sure. Now, did you ever have a clown growing up, like on one of your birthday parties or anything? I did. Uh, yeah, my fifth birthday, mom hired a clown, and it was uh, it was it wasn't it was a, was it a Christian clown? No, it, I mean, probably. I yeah, maybe. I, I think I think she was a friend of mom's <laughs> or something. But I actually loved it. It was an older woman, really? yeah, a female clown, an older woman that was like really funny and really nice. And I I just remember thinking like this sucks that I only get to hang out with this person for one day because like she's awesome and so that was that's cool and then then we saw her at the store uh a, like a few months later and i in clown makeup? no and i had no idea who she was and mom was like this is so and so she was the clown at your birthday and i'm just like oh my god i'm like your biggest fan so like so like, <laughs> my experience like i was like i saw like a like series like seeing like a celebrity like what you know uh so yeah my experience with clowns as a kid uh started off pretty good because i had like a really nice you know, there was no like, hey, kid, how you doing? You know, none of that. It was just like a nice lady that was really funny. See, I, I, did, I had one clown uh, for a birthday as well. And I think it was the same birthday that was Ninja Turtle themed. So I don't really know how the two tied together. But uh, I must have been uh, maybe nine or ten 
which maybe is a little on the elder side of having a clown. But um, I remember he was really sarcastic. Oh, yeah. There was one bit that stuck with me forever where he, he does a magic trick. And essentially what he does is he, he cuts a star out of a newspaper and then he puts your face – like it, it, it ends with your face like through the star hole. You okay. Know? And, uh, and then he gives you the star and then he says, hold on to this kid. One day it will be worthless. And, of course, you as a young kid don't pick out that, that he's making a play on the idea of being priceless, right? But the, but the parents all get it. So I feel like the clown was really there to entertain the adults more than the kids, you know? I, I think he was like – he had some sly humor that just kind of went over our heads, like like an adult swim cartoon. Yeah, he was like like the kids were props, like, like he was making jokes at your expense yeah, right. for the adults. Yeah, because we don't know any yeah. better. And he's like, ah, I'll just enter- entertain the adults. You're just here. like sitting there all confused and all these grown-ups are laughing at you. And you're like, ah, okay, I guess something funny happened. Yeah, right. that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of stuff, like the experiences that children get with clowns that I think sets us up for later. It's like you, you can't trust a clown when you're a kid. You just can't, you know. They're going to do that kind no, of stuff. True. They're going to make those jokes that go over your head. And they're going to be like kind of laughing, not laughing with you, you know. And you're just like. And, and, Dude, can we just take. Oh, well, ahead. you just never know which clown is like a good clown and which clown is that kind. You know, there's like, like I said, I, I right. had the super friendly, like impressing us with their balloon animals and like teaching us fun games to play together. And you had like the, you know, chip on his shoulder, like confusing the children. <laughs> Probably every once in a while he makes a kid cry. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, so I, right now in the movie there, uh, the, my favorite of the clowns, the one that's kind of got the, the, the high receding hairline, kind of almost looks like a mohawk. He was acting like people during this COVID uh, pandemic in the grocery store, just knocking shit over in the <laughs> drugstore. Just, you know, the sh- he's leaving the shelves barren. Don't be like that clown. No. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't turn people into cotton candy either. Uh. That's right. Oh, I uh, got some, got three clowns, oh, four clowns delivering pizza to a, uh, uh, sheer nipple food. Well, now this, this yeah, I uh, love though, like because it's obviously it's just a pizza this, box, but a whole clown comes out of the box. Yeah, I like right. that. Well, not only that, but wasn't that like you and I worked at a Padre Pizzeria in in Corpus Christi, uh-huh. and and as a delivery as a pizza delivery driver, wasn't that just like every dude's fantasy to open the door to have the door opened up and that lady answer? I mean. That that happens, like especially on Padre I, Island. Like never happened to like, me. Yeah, there was some there was some flirty women of a certain age that would uh you know kind of answer the door with uh something very revealing and you know give you a nice big tip and you know and you're and you're just kind of like whoa that was neat okay you, you never had yeah. any of those. Do you, do you remember when our our friend Christopher from the Regrettable Century uh, was delivering a pizza and. Nearly got invited into an orgy. That, we don't know what that. All we know was that he went to the door and some men opened and they had a rather large television with gay porn playing and they kind of were like, no. hey, what do you think of that? You know? No, 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 no. It was a, uh, uh, he answered the door. As I recall the story, a guy answered the door one sto- in like more than a, one story. a robe and like a bikini brief. Yeah. And then um, remember there was that one lady that worked, she was like a little bit older than the rest of us that worked with us though. Yes. She was like a waitress. Do you remember her name? Yeah, Rhonda or something. Rhonda, yeah. So she was there, and there was another girl that was topless there, I think, or maybe like barely in a in a robe as well. The guy's like, "Hey, you want to come in and join us?" I thought I thought that's how the story went. That I think it's two different stories. I think that's that's how things get out there on Padre Island Pizza, the the pizza circuit. Working that pizza circuit, man. You you get some stories, man. You get into wild wild times. For sure. That's true. Now, if if a clown had been trying to deliver pizza, see these COVID motherfucking clowns. That, look man, at him, he's going straight for the toilet paper. Look at the, the paper towels. <laughs> this is a, this is futuristic. This is a sign. Yeah, it's everywhere. Now this he's confused by because uh, look at the shaving cream. They don't know what it is. They like the way it sprays. Oh, that's, a, but, that's an obvious Bukaki reference there. That is not what that was. You are seeing things because you are looking for things. Um, I don't that, know. No, but just the, the way the clowns are so uh, in awe of our toiletries. They're like, shaving cream, what is this for? And there's this old man that's just like, what's happening here? These two clowns are in my store right. clowning around. 
I think the, the one thing <laughs> who about that actor, who's the old uh, man? That's that old guy from the eighties. I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of those actors <laughs> in that film where you're just like that guy. I remember that guy. He's from the eighties. It kind of, he kind of looks like a Frank Gersh. What's his name? Frank, the guy that played the Riddler. Not not the same actor. Uh, not John Aston, who's sometimes subbed in as the Riddler. Who is uh, Sean Aston? Uh, Samuel. Yes. Bat- What's uh, Samuel? That's his dad. Yes. Uh, Gomez Adams from the old TV oh, yeah. show. That's, he played the Riddler. That's Sean Aston's but, dad. I yeah, never but that's that. not. Wow. Yeah, I I didn't even know that. I looked it up the other day. Um, but there was the 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 main guy. That played the Riddler was like Frank Gersh, I think his name was, or Frank something yeah. like that. Is that the is, is that not, not the same actor? Maybe I, dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know, man. All right, now we're at the metal club. See, the only thing about this film you that know, like a that always club. bothered me is like people, they're just like, hey, look, it's a clown. It's like that's obviously fucking like something more than I mean, like the dude is like four foot tall, and like one and a half feet of that is just his head. You know, it's like, they're just like, hey, it's a clown. I mean, what in the world, who would think this is like just a normal clown, you know? They're, well, maybe, I mean, these guys are probably pretty drunk. Yeah, but they're, I mean. Right, so, and they may be on some uh, uh, hallucinogens, possibly. Just these bikers, I mean, they they can't be that drunk. They're, you know, they're they're riding around on motorcycles. I, I don't think they drink and drive, you know, they don't seem like, oh, I don't know, they seem pretty coherent and. But I mean, man, just Why is my and then, and then, already saying that it's low on. Well, are you, do you have it plugged in? Well, plug no. it, plug yours in. You need to keep it charged. Okay. Yeah, you got to keep your okay. You talk Grindhouse Pro Tip. Keep your VR headset charged. But uh, no, I mean, like he's looking at this clown in this alley, right? The the dude is like he's he's, he's as wrinkly as an eighty year old man. His ears are moving back and forth. He he's obviously very very deformed and this guy's just like oh look a clown hey how about that and it's like no man that's 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 a monster or something like why aren't you at least a little bit nervous about this well first off they're bikers so they're pretty tough or at least they are in their own mind he's a headless biker now yeah, a clown a clown punched yeah. his head off yeah yeah of course they think they're tough mm-hmm. but like i'm just saying man like when when this thing if this thing came walking up it's either one of two things like an animatronic, a clown. animatronic movie prop thing with like you know like some kind of, and somewhere around are the people operating all its little eyes and ears and all that stuff, or like some kind of fucking super mutant alien freak. It's definitely not just a regular just, clown, and we're gonna make fun of it. What if he just has some sort of condition, you know? Dude, he's definitely got a condition. I'm just saying, man. Like nobody looks like these clowns, and these dudes are just like they don't even have five fingers, man. Like he's got four. Oh, you're right. Digits. They're like Simpsons. Yeah, they're like the Simpsons. They're like Simpson clowns. Right. Yeah, there you go. Like, imagine if, like, a person walked up to you and he was, like, as deformed in real life as Homer Simpson looks in the cartoon. So, you know, just, like, pill-shaped head, huge racquetball-sized eyes, and he's just like, hey. And you're like, hey, look, it's this guy looks like Homer Simpson. You wouldn't think that. You would be like, what the fuck is that? You know, it'd be, it'd be a lot to handle. It'd be a lot like your, your nervous system would start like processing this shit in that weird way where it's like, you're seeing something that you don't know if you should believe or not. Cause you, the insanity of it being yeah. real is too much and will like change your life forever. That's what it's like encountering one of these clowns in real life. And like this kid right now is just like, I love clowns. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say, like, I'm not advocating for this kid to get hit with a mallet, <laughs> but he's kind of fucking ass or she's kind of fucking asking for well, it. It's a, it's a like child, you got this you know. creepy ass clown finger waving you over. No, I've never in, in my life seen anyone finger wave someone over with good intention. Clowns do. Uh, yeah, clowns with mallets that want to bash you over the head. And we got we got Spartacus over here, Flash Gordon, the cop. The cop. Yeah, we do have that. So um, we've been in this VR forest now for like what, like a half an hour or something. Uh, and I don't know, man. We lose all track of time. Kind of do, but this this little like fake campfire burning. But like, I think one of the things that's been bothering me is the uh, the stars haven't moved. Like there's, it's start, uh, starting to get true. some they, of those, yeah, those disconnects from reality are starting to set in, you know, where you're just like, Hey, the sky is still exactly the same and there's no breeze. That's another thing. <laughs> well, this is, 
Yeah, sure. But this is a beta, this is a beta version. Uh, the other thing is, you do at least get the occasional shooting star. Have you noticed oh, that is yet? There, is there really? Oh, there was one just happened. Oh, make a wish. Is there, <laughs> yeah. is there really shooting stars? You saw that? Yeah, yeah. Every once every once in a blue moon, like out of your periphery, you'll see a, you'll see a star shoot across from left uh, screen left to screen right. There's there is some fun stuff we have though that are that I have at least. I can throw popcorn at Dave right now. That's right. Ah, I don't have well, that because I don't. I didn't spend two hundred extra bucks to have hands. Oh, dump, I've got dumping it on, on you. Can I dump soda on you? No. Oh. Uh, there's no liquid. It's empty. But you could toss. There's one me. problem, of course, and you probably just heard that. Uh, I every time I go reaching out into cyberspace and throw stuff at Dave, I bump the microphone. Uh, because I'm, <laughs> I can't actually see. Oh, tomatoes. So can I? Oh, you dropped Can we the pass the tomato from one hand to another? Oh, I can't. Okay, here you go. Okay. Hey, have a tomato, buddy. Oh, and you hit me straight in so the head. So that is, this is fun because Dave, let me see if I can get a screenshot of this because Dave doesn't have hands and I do. I just have He's a nub. He's got a nub so I can pick on him and uh, there's not a lot he can do about it. No. I mean, I, there is an option actually. You can remove the ability for people to... To, to throw popcorn on you. Can you really? Yeah, there's a, uh, I forget what it's called, like a, a no distractions button. Oh, that's right. So 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 let's talk a little bit about this app because we talked a little bit about it last week. And and in, in the process of us troubleshooting, you know, we did a little of exploring through some of the rooms. So it's really cool because, um, are you still throwing <laughs> popcorn at me? Because, <laughs> because like you, so like we set up, this, this is a private room. This is our private grindhouse room that yes. we set up that allows uh, us to watch movies off of Matt's computer. But people set up public can, rooms that you could just pop into. We can change into. that right now. We can, and see if someone, someone just public. shows up. Oh God, who knows what's going to happen then? Sure. Let's just try it. We'll see what happens. We'll let them know that they're on a podcast. All right, Grindhouse. If if anyone shows up, I'm gonna change the name. Of so that. while while you're while you're adjusting the settings, so like so the cool thing about this, if you're again, I know not everyone has this, but if you have the ability to get an Oculus Rift Go, whatever, um, and download big screen, it's in its beta version. So there's still a lot of room for improvement. But man, I'm excited to see where they go from here because as is, this is pretty cool. But, you know, there's lots like like the other day, just, you know, while we're in the middle of this pandemic and everyone is staying at home, uh, you, uh, myself, uh, Ophelia, uh, your your wife, we all got on a Zoom yeah. call and we did what essentially was a bootleg version of Cards Against Humanity, which was, was super pretty, cool. Yeah, that was pretty super fun. fun. Now, if we all had headsets like this, we could create uh, in these private rooms, you can allow up to four people. We could all watch any movie or any video. And, and speak to one another and connect with one another and, and chat through the movie or, or do riff tracks or anything along those lines. Um, again, you could open it up and make it open to the public. You could keep it just just to yourself even. You know, just as a, as, as a simply as a media player, I think it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Decide you want to watch a movie and you want to have a, a slightly different experience. Like I, a little while earlier, I took my headset off and I was shocked that it was daytime. Even though this is clearly a virtual reality, right? Yeah, it it is a little weird. Uh, like when I was, I, I made a little grindhouse backdrop for us today. That uh, um, is it yeah, not there anymore? Is it? Yeah, it's still there. But it was just like uh, I don't see it. Really? Yeah, it yeah. says grindhouse podcast. Dave and Matt. It's behind you. No, I don't see it. No, I don't see well, it in my weird. view. Uh, I don't know why it went away, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's there. But like. It was a. Uh, it was just weird, kind of like going, okay, yeah, Dave will be here in about fifteen minutes, and like setting the thing up and uh, drawing some stuff to make it kind of like a cool little setting, and um, and then like t- taking the headset off, and oh no, I'm still in my office, you know. <laughs> yeah. I know it's it's crazy. It's after weird. a while, yeah. I could see how it. Yeah, I could see how easy it would be to get lost in this, but um, you know, if you're looking for for something to do, and and you happen to be fortunate enough to have one of these headsets, like this is. Super fun. Uh, oh, we're, we're going to get some shower foo, maybe? What is shower foo? Oh, so there's killer popcorn in her uh, yeah. uh, laundry basket. So yeah, I think. Yeah. It- and uh, she, so one of, one of the actresses is uh, um, she's taking, she's taking her clothes off for a shower. 
kind of aping a little bit of Joe Bob Briggs where everything is something foo. Oh, okay. Is that what you get that from? So the popcorn yeah, turns like into when, monsters or something? Is that how it works? Well, it's certainly cr- cr- being a, a creepy crawler along the yeah, floor. I think, I think if I remember correctly, it like the popcorn is actually like eggs that turn into killer worm monsters or something. As yeah. one does. Um, but, you know, this is this is just a different experience. And this technology, I mean, especially right now with everything that's going on, if you're Oculus and all these third-party sites making VR apps, like if you're not taking advantage of the fact that people are at home and trying to push the boundaries of the technology, like you're seriously missing out. Oh, yeah. More skins, more theaters, quote-unquote. Because you could change. Like we're in a fireplace. We're like at a campsite, which is pretty cool. But like you could be in any number of – like there's about four or five different theater skins that you can have um, to watch to watch your movie in. Um, one thing that I'm a little disappointed on, like, why has Disney not jumped into this game with with like Tron merchandise? Uh, I mean, Tron's not that big uh, right now. Um, I mean, I think it would do great for yeah, this, my, though. Yeah, I mean, I would. That would be fucking awesome to have like an actual Tron VR and do like the light cycle against you right now. Like that would be wicked, man. I don't Hell know how yeah. it would work, but I will say this though. I mean, some, what I would some do... things work better in VR than others. So, like, one of the things I I play this racing game called Project Cars Two, and it's uh, very okay. realistic racing. And I've even got like a steering wheel that a friend gave me with gas pedals and stuff. And I've always oh, known nice. like okay. the game has this VR feature that you can turn on. And I thought, well, shit, I got one of those headsets now. I got to give this a try, dude. And I, I mean, I put it on. I'm in the car. It's amazing. I'm on the racetrack. I can see out of my visor, right? In front of me are like my gloved hands on the steering wheel. I mean, I'm, I'm in the Ferrari and the, the uh, green lights, you know, go, you know, and all the cars take off and I hit the gas and dude, I felt like immediately, like I felt like I was going to puke. Yeah. Really? I had, to, I had to take the headset off, take a few deep breaths. Okay. What the hell was that? I try it again, right? Same thing, man. About 15 seconds. I, I'm going a little slower this time. I'm like, okay, I'm managing it. I take my first like S curve, you know, like, like a left and a right. And yeah, then it yeah. hit me so hard, so fast. I was like, I'm going to puke. And like headset pulled off, breathe, breathe, breathe. Like I have never gotten so wow. motion sick so fast. And it's the most severe motion sickness I've ever felt. Like it was, it's on the level of like, remember when you're a kid and you, the T-ball game where you get at the T-ball and you like spin around like 20 times and then try to hit yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like at that level. Oh, I love this like part. like instant. Oh, this is where the, sh- the shadow no, this puppet is, this, eats the people. A, yeah, this is great. It's a classic scene. Well, like there's, so I didn't, I haven't downloaded it yet, but there is an app that says like, um, it's something to the effect of like conquer your fears. Yeah. And uh, it's like heights, right? So I guess it's designed to like if you're like for me, who has a, a, a mild phobia of heights, you you download this app and it should I guess uh, you know you could cross a bridge of uh, hundred feet up in the air and it's not real. So in theory, you would you would be able to conquer this. Uh, I, I I think <laughs> this is great. Washington crossing the Delaware shadow yeah, puppet, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, um, I think that the the applications of this are just endless really uh you know vr is one of those things that we talked about like in the 90s and it was just so like but what was that very first headset that came out um i don't know i don't i don't think i'm familiar with that one like it was a long super time ago, lo-fi it was a virtual boy which was yeah, like nintendo's try but that was terrible yeah and maybe that's what i'm thinking of but but like um but like that you know like the the it's not just viewing entertainment and and bringing people together virtually, which which, which I think is a, a super cool application, yes. and I think especially not especially right now, right? But um, I think was it last week? Someone asked, um, uh, you know, will theaters recover? And of course, I think that they will. But I also think that, you know, if I'm like a if I'm like Alamo Drafthouse, yeah. right, or the ArcLight, like, would you not want to brand your own VR theater experience? Right, well, that would be. A problem right now though because you'd have to you know people have to go there share the headsets is that is that what you mean or do you mean like from oh no like, no yeah. i mean from, from yeah from get home. in on this right yeah totally. like 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 very much like how yeah like very much how like a big screen is yeah. doing right except um you know they don't have to do first run and they you it's it's almost like uh like like on big screen you can go to movies at certain yeah. times 
Like you could buy um, Ghost in the Shell, for example, and you can watch it from your room with whomever else buys the quote unquote ticket. Like if I'm Alamo Draft House or I'm ArcLight, like why wouldn't you want your own branded version of this totally. that has like that has like spaces, you know, like their own, you know, your own theater skins, what have you. Um, allows people to come in and watch with you. I guess the only issue you'd have with it that if if I'm Alamo would be um, uh, you'd have to have some sort of setting so you can mute everyone during the movie. That, that yeah, right. Because it's like but a, there already is that. This has that. I mean, I could turn that on. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, but I just think there's a, I, I think there'd be some really cool opportunities for for some of the bigger you know like these are third party sites yeah. right now, but some of the more branded theater experiences to get on board with this and offer this as an option. Like, could you imagine watching Rocky Horror Picture Show from the comfort of your home? Oh yeah, that, okay, yeah, I could see that. I mean, we could do do up our avatars, like cool. the characters, and, and we can already and we yeah, can throw popcorn exactly. at the screen. That's right. You're right. We could all talk. <laughs> well, you could. I could just wave my little my little stick around, my little <laughs> yeah, nub right. around. We gotta get. There's gotta be something where you can do to like turn that into a, a hook or something, man. To to make it because you I got the eye like, patch. I mean, you gotta I mean, be able to change the look of that thing. That'd be. I I feel like you yeah. should be able to like just at least the way it looks. Yeah, it just feels unfair. I've got these two cool hands, and I can make a point and a thumbs up. I can. Let's see. I, you do thumbs thumbs up and thumbs down. Yeah, I was doing that. There's some way to do it. <laughs> well, so like, okay, so like on your end, do you have gloves on or are you holding sticks? It's uh, they're like two uh, controllers that um, they one is uh, there we go thumbs up yay. What so there are two yeah, controllers right. that have buttons on them and stuff, and so the the fingers are not really they're reacting to me pulling buttons and pushing buttons. That's what that's what's making. Gotcha. So so yeah. So I definitely think what needs the the next the next evolution of Oculus uh, and what would be ideal, just so that people don't have to go up and drop a bunch of bones again, is for them to um, uh, put out some sort of glove that you put on, and make it retrofit to you know the Go and the Rift and the, well, there's another one right. That's you might not out. need that. Uh, they're, they're working on the software for this one. They'll just have straight up hand tracking, so it'll just know what your hands are and like you'll just it'll just mm. basically see your hands and they'll uh, they'll be in the VR with you. You'll just have hands. Yeah. Uh, that, that's where it needs to go. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's some cool um, stuff going on. Like, uh, I don't know if you know the video game series Half-Life. Like, they have a new one. And it's, it. uh, man, it's breaking grounds. Like, it's it's just crazy. It's like the the, the stuff they're doing to try to make it feel more realistic. Like, I saw a clip where, um, uh, like, a face grabbing, kind of like aliens, those face grabbers. Some, there's something like that yeah, in that yeah, game. Yeah. And, like, one jumped at a guy, and he kind of holds up a stool, and it grabs the stool. And then he, and then he just throws wow. the stool out the window. And that's not that's not like that's a thing cool. from the game. It's like he just thought of that. Like he was just like, oh shit, you know. And then you know how like games will have like inventory. Right. Like you can only carry so many uh, health packs at a time or guns at a time. I saw a guy playing that Half Life Alex, and he just had like some metal bucket that he found on the ground, and he was just carrying the metal bucket around with him, like a you know like a Halloween basket, like full right. of like all the extra inventory that he couldn't hold. Uh, because the game only lets you hold so much stuff, you know, and like shit like that, where you're just like, oh, I'll just use this bucket, you know. It's like no, the the developers didn't intend that, but you can do it because that's how sure, good the yeah. engine is. And it's kind of cool. That's yeah, that's awesome. Oh yeah, there goes another shooting star, and there was one while you were gone too, so so you weren't seeing things. Nope, nope. So what, what again, if you were uh, this is an things, opportunity that for needs us to be to a sort- horror film of like. I don't know. What just saying, that? like, what if you did have like a you know some kind of schizophrenia or something like, where you're like seeing extra shit in the VR and everybody's like, no man, it's not there. Like I, that, that I, I don't. Uh, know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what happens if you, what happens if you uh, if you fall into the allure of virtual reality and then you start to not know whether you're in the matrix or not? Current at this current state, I would know because my headset's kind of heavy, and my if I don't yeah, yeah if I don't have a sore neck, I'm probably you know in reality. I feel like they got to come up with uh, like some sort of lenses, like contact lenses, you know, maybe. That just just everything's inside of a contact lens. All right. Yeah. Black mirror. I guess so. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> some high tech shit, man. 
Uh-oh, the uh, popcorn monster is about to pop, oh, pop, this monster is awesome. It's like a little popcorn worm snake guy. I remember this guy. I can't remember. If it, I don't think it gets her. I think she gets away. Um, so, again, this is, this is just we want to highlight something really cool technology-wise that if you're able to get your hands on one, you know, this – we have no idea how long this pandemic and the stay, these stay-at-home orders are going to last, but some people are talking about – at least through the month, you know, at least until May, maybe until the summer, who knows? It's a way for us to connect. It's a way for us to enjoy entertainment in a completely different manner. And um, this is what we have to do right now. We have to we have to take advantage of these moments if you're if you're able to. And of course, not everyone can afford an Oculus. Some people might just get online and use Zoom, which is free or whatever it may be. You know, use the oper- use the technology that's available to you right now to experiment with different sensations and different forms of of ingesting entertainment because uh, you got nothing else to do. So you might <laughs> yeah, as well explore with it. Test some boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Explore, explore. Let me uh, let me just check to see where we're at time wise. I think we have at least one audience. Oh yeah, we'll today. definitely want to get to those. Yeah, I think the uh, the cool thing is going to be where you know with people without if people without VR headsets could access this too, that would be a pretty cool experience where it's like a theater. Thing, like this big screen but you can just you get to it however you can get to it you know if you want to like put this on your own television but then you have also the ability to like chat with people within the app or something i, I don't know something along those lines could be pretty good yeah too. right yeah like even if you're not a participant in an avatar you could just yeah. watch it like just yeah. on your screen that'd be pretty cool uh do we want to go to an audience question sure okay questions from the corrupt. Jude Walker asks, in the wake of coronavirus and future ones like it, what percentage of entertainment do you think will shift to being solely in home? Oh. Um, kind of in line with what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, how much will shift to solely being at home? I'd like to believe that the option will increase. Um, uh, you know, like, look, I don't think they're going to do. F- I think once theaters open back up, they're not going to be doing first runs at home anymore. Uh, there would just be too much money lost for theaters, but like for classic stuff, for older movies, you know, um, for for content that is maybe online only, I you know like like if you're Disney, right? You got Disney Plus. Like, wouldn't you want to create Disney VR? You got a whole library of stuff, you know, Disney theater, whatever you want to call it. Well, how about now, hold on, out, I gotta, outside? I gotta of... pause for a moment. Oh, you gotta, okay. There's a there's a scene in the movie where the the police chief is being manipulated like a, a marionette. Now, where do you think the clown's hand is? Uh, it's like I, I remember it. It it goes uh kind of into his back. It's not where you think. Oh, okay. You pervert. Not, okay. But uh, I just Jude might questions. might not just be talking about movies though, Dave. Like, what about concerts? What about uh, oh yeah, you know, plays? Like, oh, there's gonna be all kinds of stuff that might shift to an. I mean, there's been like all all month. There's been uh, artists, musicians doing uh, performances at home, and you know, broadcasting concerts from home. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, even the stay-at-home orders prohibit even now just like a band from getting together if it's five people <laughs> so so you can't do Is that a the lot number for some places yeah uh but uh-huh. um what do you think of uh, uh entertainment like that kind of stuff like music and and uh different things i think that'd be i mean think about this like if you're it, again if you, you gotta have it, it's not cheap necessarily to have the technology but if you had Let's just take, I don't know why this band jumped out of me because it just seems like the kind of thing that this band would do. Or let's be specific, Dave Grohl, right? Okay. Of, of Nirvana, Probot, Foo Fighters fame. Like I could imagine Dave Grohl being the kind of guy who could afford like a, a 360 camera setup, right? Okay. Can you imagine if Dave Grohl just decided to do a concert where it's just Dave Grohl playing all the parts? Right, like, <laughs> yeah, because he, he could, could, he could do it, yeah. Like, da- like the just a Dave Grohl experience, right? Like, just, he records himself is, playing is the drums. Singing live, or is this just all pre-recorded? Well, he'd have to he'd have to pre-record each part, right? Yeah, maybe and, he could do and, one and part some, live though. Like, you know, he could he could play yeah, maybe, guitar and sing sure. live with pre-recorded. Yeah, maybe, but but wouldn't it be cool if you saw like five Dave Grohls, like a Dave Grohl behind the drum set, and then like I like this idea, a Dave Grohl 
playing the bass and then of course you know on the guitar and then like uh, maybe he could be the lead guitarist you know and of course he'd wear different outfits for each in- almost like do you remember that uh that outcast song hey yeah yeah of course oh you remember how like had like andre 3000 uh, there's popcorn coming over me again uh popcorn bukkake like remember when there was a uh uh oh there's a tomato uh, andre 3000 was like all the different band members like it would be, it would be that in a virtual reality with Dave Grohl being all the bands, all the band members. That's a great idea. It's so good. I'm, I'm going to dump more popcorn onto you. More popcorn. No, let's see if I can get the bucket. I can't get the bucket to stay on your head, though. No, but yeah. I can see into the bucket. I'm totally being that like bully guy at the movie theater. Like You're on a date, and I'm just like, hey, chump, give me your seat. And you're like, I just want to sit here and eat my popcorn. And I'm like, oh, it is popcorn. And I take it from you and I just like pour it on your head and I uh, put the bucket on What's you. crazy is that your your hand kind of goes in the bucket. Let's try when you, dump, when you dump it on me. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. See, it's floating in front I'm of me right it. now. And at any moment, I can pluck it out of the air and boom, <laughs> get it all over you. I wish you could uh, – <laughs> I wish that I could track – like your mouth moving more or like a, I guess it does it, I guess it, it moves your mouth when you when yeah. it picks up the audio you, you right you have a little like mouth like opening and closing animation it's really basic but you do have that and I think even but again your beta version your eyes uh, I don't think it's actually tracking your eyes but like I it does seem like you have a they do blink occasionally yeah let's do let's do a test alright close your eyes real quick okay my eyes are closed now Okay, it is not uh, nah, it is not tracking. Nah, that's not doing that. <laughs> no, that'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> um, but you're but you're right. I mean, look, you're right. There there should be, and it, it would be foolish if there wasn't. There should be an increase in at home entertainment, music, movies. I mean, video games are are at home, um, but I mean, I, I would it would just be shocking to me if people because this technology is here already. Yeah, and now there's like a you could further, you could further justify like raising funding, or um or whatever it may be like, to put out more apps and more uh, ramification, more uh, applications of using this because I think that we're in a period in in human history where, where mandatory quarantines are going to become at least somewhat regular, and I think that it would be a real lost opportunity if we didn't push this technology to to make to prepare ourselves for those moments and not just with entertainment with like work you know like sure. we talked last week about how you plan on using this for sculpting um could you imagine if video conferencing's were all kind of held this way uh yeah it could be useful i think maybe like, I don't know. Zo- like, like zoom like um if, if zoom had some sort of app where you, you create an avatar and you sit in your little board meeting and you have your your meeting notes and stuff yeah well, be kind of cool. It would make it a lot more fun looking at what kind of crazy avatars everyone creates. For us specifically, though, uh, uh, maybe we'll do some things in the future, like uh, host some movie nights in VR, Grindhouse Podcast Theaters. You could come, oh, we, you know, come and watch yeah, movies with us. Uh, or if anybody out there that's listening has a VR headset and wants to like uh, do this with us, or like attend a show, uh, or maybe just watch a, you know, like in VR, like an audience, like that might work too. Yeah. We might be able to do that. So I wonder, I wonder how cool would it be if, um, if we could sort of like, a like if it, have you ever, I don't know if Kevin Smith ever did a podcast in Austin, but like, yeah. So him, him and Ralph Gauman, uh, Ralph Gauman, what's his last name? I don't know him. I don't, yeah. Anyways, Hollywood Babylon. Uh, they they do a podcast live sometimes where they will just sort of sit at a table and face out towards the audience. Oh yeah, I think it'd be it'd, it'd be pretty cool if you could somehow orient yourself in that manner. Like I think maybe not in this theater, but maybe if there was a way in one of the other theaters to be kind of by the screen and put it to our back, you know, and then um, yeah, uh, or and then we could we could talk to our audience. Anyone who enters the room, we could do this podcast live and they could hear us in real time. That would work. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, lots of podcasts record live and in front of audiences. The guys from last podcast on the left do that. Uh, you know, they, of course, they have a huge audience. But, um, I mean, ours is a much smaller show, much smaller family. But, like, uh, yeah, if anybody's... More intimate. If anybody's got this access to this kind of stuff and, like, is interested, you know, hit us up and we'll see what we can uh, come up with. Could be pretty cool. Absolutely. And I think that we need definitely need to host a, a Rocky Horror Picture Show screening on big screen very soon. That sounds good. Uh, 
Well, all right. What do you say we uh, we end the show and then you and I f- watch the finale of the Killer Clowns, Killer Clowns from Outer Space? All right, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we hope that next time you can join us in this virtual reality, this this beautiful night sky. Hopefully, my headset doesn't overheat and blow up in my face. <laughs> um, for we're gonna we're gonna watch the rest of this movie. I'm gonna plug my headset back in. And for Dave and Matt, this has been the Grindhouse Podcast. In VR. In VR. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> You're listening to the Grindhouse Podcast on the Popcorn Bukaki Network. Please follow us on Instagram at Grindhouse Podcast and listen to us every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and now on Spotify. 